refill? Laura looked up from her study of the melting ice cubes in her glass to the grizzled face of the seashell cafe's bartender and gave him a half smile. Better not, Ted. I really should be getting back to work. He stared over his shoulder at the clock behind the bar. Why bother now? She followed his glance. Damn. Once again, she had allowed the dark comfort of the bar to steal hours of her life, time that could have been better spent. Too much of her life was like that now, wasted hours that stretched into days, weeks, even months. I should have stopped at one, she told herself, beginning the silent lecture she'd delivered too many times before. I should have gone back to the real estate office and spent the day on the phone, making contacts, and trying to set up new appointments. Instead, I wasted the whole damn day. She lifted her glass and drained the last of her drink, mostly water, but with enough of a lingering vodka tang to kick in the craving for another. Laura sighed, wrapping her hands around the empty glass, and looked at her reflection in the mirror behind the bar. She was pale. Her complexion looked pasty and dry, seeming even fairer in contrast with her chin-length black hair. Her features were blurred, a combination of the smoke-tinged mirror and the many martinis she'd had. As always, she saw three people in her reflection, a dim suggestion of her mother in the droop of her mouth, herself, that shady sadness looking back at her from alcohol-reddened eyes, and Lizzie. With the thoughts of her youngest daughter, Laura smiled, and a spark of life seemed to jump into her face. She would call tonight and talk to both Lizzie and Mandy, her eldest. The happiness of the thought was only slightly overshadowed by the worry that Tony might answer the phone. And if he did, she knew she'd better be sober. Actually, I'd like a cup of coffee, please, Ted. Coffee? Ted raised an eyebrow, his thin lips twisted into the closest he ever got to a smile. Yeah, coffee. Laura's voice grew stronger in her resolve. I'm going to talk to my girls tonight. Funny. Ted said, pouring a mug full of dark, strong coffee and setting it in front of Laura, removing her empty glass and making a cursory sweep at the bar surface with his rag. You've been coming here for close to a year now, I'll bet, and I never knew you had kids. Never even knew you were married. Not married now. She took a cautious sip from the steaming cup. But yeah, I have two little girls, although they're not that little anymore. They live with their father. I guess I never talked about it. Ted snorted. People don't come here to talk much. No, I suppose not. You got pictures? Laura glanced at him briefly. He seemed genuinely interested, so she leaned unsteadily from the bar stool and grasped the straps of her purse. She set it on the bar and rummaged through the contents, coming upon a small, frayed, fabric-covered album. Flipping quickly to the last few pages, she pulled out the most recent school pictures that Tony had sent. This one's Amanda. She's 12. Pretty. Yeah. Laura gave a small smile and took another sip of her coffee. She takes after her father's side of the family. And this one is Lizzie. She'll be eight in a few weeks. Ted picked up the picture and looked from it to Laura's face. She looks just like you. Yeah, everyone says that. Her stomach twisted as she took the photo from Ted's fingers and stared at it herself. The resemblance was striking, but Lizzie's face held promise and youth. Laura knew that most of her youth had been leashed away by too many hours spent in places like this. 
She gathered up the photos, hurriedly crammed them back into her purse, and pulled out her wallet. So, what's the damage? He went to the cash register and printed out her tab for the afternoon. She grimaced at the total, pulled two twenties and a ten from her billfold, and placed them on the bar. Crawling from the bar stool shakily, Laura blinked, swaying on her feet, and drained her coffee. Keep the change, Ted. Yeah, thanks. You okay? Want me to call you a cab? No, I don't live that far away. I'll be fine. Outside the bar, Laura cursed the bright June sunlight and fumbled in her bag for her sunglasses. Ignoring the disdain in the glances of passers-by, she shook her head and mumbled to herself, until finally, beneath wads of tissues and crumpled receipts, she located the glasses.